Book of today's stuff is stuff non dollar in Subas of Yulun for a poor Shlema, for Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal and Allah ben Rauma. We're also learning for Ilun Shama of Michael Kramer's mother, Hannah Razel, whose yard site is today. Boy, Rebbe Lazar, at the bottom of the last uh, couple lines on Nun Yaman Beis. Boy, Rebbe Lazar. We've learned that, you know, the Torah prohibits all kinds of incestual relationships. Um, however, there are ones that are what we might consider incest, but it's not quite Minatora, it's only Drabana, that's called Shneos, secondary. For example, uh, a person is not, never allowed to marry his daughter-in-law. Let's say Rahman al-San, a person's son is married and his son died. You can never marry that daughter-in-law, right? Just like you can't marry your mother-in-law. <laughs> Let's not go there, uh, right? But uh, you can't marry your daughter-in-law. Let's say your son's daughter-in-law, right? Your son or your grandmother. We talked about that in many cases. Who would want to marry their grandmother? But let's say a person, that's only a, it's a shnia. In other words, the rabbi discouraged it, but it's, it is a, it, the marriage is how? You have to give her a get, right? Pardon? Horrible thought, right? So let's say he married, you know, just to make it simple, he married his son's, I think his son's daughter-in-law is an example of a shnia, if I recall correctly. Um, so let's say he married her and they had a child. Now he wasn't supposed to marry. The rabbi said, don't marry her, right? What's the reason why the rabbi said, don't marry her? It's not, it's not, it's not as incestual as, you know, in our feelings as marrying a grandmother. But let's say he married his uh, after his um, he married his son's daughter-in-law after she was widowed. Let's say divorced, uh, he married her, and they had a child. Now it's a marriage in the Torah. He has to give her a get. Is, is that child entitled to mazonas when he dies? In other words, this man who died, we, we learned for your uh, for your grandmother uh, for your mother Hannah Razel Bas Binyamin Halevi. We're learning for, for Elias Neshama for her. So, boy, so Rabbi asked this question. So let's say you marry your son's daughter-in-law and you had a child. Now the rabbis for, forbade that marriage. They said, you shouldn't do that. It's not also Torah, but it's a marriage. And you have a child. And then, so this is your child and, and you die. Is she entitled to Mazonas? Is she entitled to maintenance, to food in the house? Yesha Mazonas or Mazonas? At the top of Nandala, even the less like Suba, the rabbi said, forbade you for marry her. And they said, listen, if you marry her, there's no Ksuba there. She's not entitled to Ksuba because what's the idea of Ksuba? Is that you, the reason for Ksuba is so you should think twice before you divorce your wife, right? It's going to cost you money if you divorce her, right? It's going to cost you. But over here, they want you to divorce. So there's no Ksuba. So since there's no Ksuba, what is Mazonos? Mazonos is a Tanai Ksuba. What is a Mazonos? What is a Ksuba? The Ksuba says, you know, everybody has Ksuba, you get 200 bucks, right? You marry a Psula or a Baula, $100, whatever the Ksuba is. Um, uh, that's the basic idea, but we've learned now the tonight suba. Suba's been different. Suba's been uh, the the girls. What is the story of the girls? If if I die, the girls will be able to be maintained in the house, right? Maintained in the house until they get until they're of age. Let's call it until they're twelve and a half. Until they get married or arusa, according to Rashid yesterday, right? So keeping the less like suba, so less that's what she's not entitled to mazonas either because mazonas is a tonight suba. It's one of the conditions of like suba since. The mother has no ksub over here. There's no mazonas for the daughter either. Oh, Dilma, no. Ima, the update or the mother who for, who did an iser because this son's daughter-in-law, uh, who, who son's daughter-in-law who married you, you did a, you did something forbidden and she did something forbidden. They're both also to do, right? When there's a, two two people have to act in, a, in, in what's called adultery or anything, a, a forbidden relationship. So Dilma, 
So what do you say? Don't or do you say no? Don't ma'ima that the isur kansura banan the bamiyan knas. E the love the isur she who didn't do an isur lo kansura banan the rabbis didn't do it. In other words, who's she? The daughter, right? You married your son's daughter-in-law. The rabbis forbade that, and now you did an isur. So the rabbis gave uh, you and your and the wife did an isur. So the rabbis said take away the knas. But the poor daughter, what did she do? She was born to this marriage. She's not a mamzeres. You know, she's not, she's not a great miyuchas either. She's not a miyucheset, but, uh, but she didn't do anything wrong. So maybe maybe she's entitled to them. So Gemara says, take her. It's a good question. No answer. Let's say you're only supposed to consummate the marriage after you had a chuppah, after you had a proper wedding, right? You went to the chuppah and had a wedding. Let's say he was betrothed to this girl. Seven, eight months go by and uh, uh, his, uh, his um, you know, his taiva got the best of him got the best of him, and he slept with his Arusa, and they had a child. What about her? Is she entitled to Mazonas or not? Oh, in Mazonas, keeping the Isla Ksuba, the woman does have a Ksuba, either Isla Ksuba because, let's say he wrote her a Ksuba Mena Arison. They were never got married. The parents never got married yet. They just had Arison. Since he read Ksuba, or the rabbi, to talk about a koi, if you hold that the rabbis were talking the Ksuba for Arusa, so maybe she's entitled to Mazonas' daughter. I mean, this is not a forbidden relationship. You're not supposed to marry her until you're not supposed to have Bia with her until you had a Rusa. But it's not like a Shnia, it's not like a Mamzeris or even a secondary Yisra, like a marrying your grandmother or marrying your son's daughter in law. Um, so it's not as bad as that. Oh, looks at keeping the Isla Ksuba. So she's entitled to the Ksuba, right? If she if you wrote a Ksuba like it, oh, do keeping the Lotikin Rabban Ksuba, I chas Nasuin. You're not supposed to write, you don't write the Ksuba normally until the Nasuin. So maybe she's not entitled to. So this daughter is not entitled to him because. This daughter did not come after Nasu and she came after Everson. Maybe she's not entitled to Mazonas. That question also stands. What's the rule? What's the deal if somebody rapes a Nara? A Nara, not married. Not, she's not married. He raped her. What's the deal? Got to pay the father $50, right? And have to marry her and never, and never send her away. So what happens if they have a child? Is the child in Talamazonas? What are you saying, Talamazonas? I'll leave it. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Lo Tibach. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda says the Amar Yesh like Suba Manam. In other words, this this uh, this Anusa that you marry, you rape this girl, you paid the father fifty dollars, and you have to marry her. That's the deal, right? In the case of uh, Mafuta, if she was seduced, then you either pay the fifty or marry her. Not both. But in the case of Anusa, you do both. You pay the fifty, and you have to marry her and stay married forever, right? You stay married forever until death do they part. So. Um, Rabbi Yosemite says, what about this Anusa? Is she entitled to a Ksuba? Rabbi says, yes, she gets a Ksuba. She's now, when he marries her, she's already no longer a virgin, obviously, because he raped her. So uh, she gets a Ksuba of $100. So if she has a Ksuba, certainly her daughter is entitled to Mazonos. The rabbi said, no, he's already paid the Ksuba. But paying the $50, that's effectively the 200 dinars. That's the, the 50 shekels is like $200 or 200 dinars. So the money that he gave for the knas for the fine, that's effectively the ksuba. My keeping the less like ksuba, less some so Rabbanan say she doesn't have a ksuba. You marry her, you have to stay married forever. So do you say since she has no ksuba, she's not entitled to Mizonos? The daughter is not entitled to Mizonos. Oduma, right? And Tosis points out, you can ask Gash about the Anusa herself. Why talk about the Bas Anusa? Probably because we're talking about we said the Bas Shnia. And the Bas Arusa. So we mentioned Bas Anusa. But the truth is, you ask about the Anusa herself. She doesn't have a ksuba. According to Rabbanan, there's no ksuba. So you Rabbanan, 
the Amri Yatsikasa Kras Ksubasa. You've already paid the Ksuba, so you know you have my keeping the less like Suba less than she says no Ksuba, she's not in Tamzana. So Dilma, Ksuba time am I. What's the reason why the rabbi said if you when you marry the Anusa that you rape, you don't have to have a Ksuba What's the reason why you have to have a Ksuba in general? So you shouldn't send her away. You should think twice before sending away. But here you can never divorce her. Because the rule is, you know, you have to say that. So, so you say over here, so it, it's not like, do, do, the first way to say is, since there's no ksuba, there's no mazonas, or do you say no? The reason why there's no ksuba of 200 hours is because the reason for a ksuba is to keep him from divorcing her, to think twice before divorcing her. Here, that's not necessary. Fine, that part's not necessary, but the mazonas should still come into play. In other words, she really, she really has a ksuba, except it's been paid out already. The 200 hours have been paid out already. And, and therefore, you don't need a ksuba, right? According to Rabbi Yasser Yudah, says he should get a ksuba, so certainly she's entitled to us. There's a ksuba here. But according to the Rabbanan, who say there is no ksuba, because the reason for ksuba is so he should think twice before divorcing her. You can't divorce her. So there's no, you don't have to have a ksuba. Fine, that reason doesn't apply, but the Mizona should still apply. This question also stands. That's also a teku. Okay, now the Gemara goes on to another issue. Um, it said it said in, in the Mishnah Ate Yava Yasu What is it? What is it tonight? Again, the basic sub is two hundred dollars, right? Two hundred dollars or hundred dollars, right? Two hundred dollars slash hundred dollars. But then there's also the tonight sub subasin different that the boys that she will have are entitled to the grandfather's uh, dowry, right? We talk about over and above the regular Yerusha, and the, the and that the uh, female girls uh, will be able to stay in the house. Until they get married, right? Uh, and then it says, and you, you, the widow, if I if I die, right? If I divorce you, I have to give you the money. And if I die, you can stay in the house. And and uh, if you look look in the look, I want you to look at the lotion in the mish, in the Mishnah. Look, turn back to the days and the days. At, and right smack in the little mission, they say, and you will be maintained, you will eat from my nechassim, from my assets, call you may megas as long as you're on mana, bebeisi. It says bebeisi twice, that you will sit in my house and you will you will be maintained from my house, from my assets, all the days you're on mana in my house. And even if you left that clause out, you're so high if you do it. So we're talking about that lotion. Says the Gemara, Bekar Gemara on the Dal of Aleph, right where the lines get white. Tanra Biosay, the base of Lobixa, you have to stay in my house. You're in, as long as you stay in the house, you're entitled to get food. But Lobixi, not in my Beixa, not in my hovel, not in my hovel. Meaning, if he didn't give her the, the children, <coughs> the Asomim, who are feeding this Almana, feeding this woman, who's either their mother or their stepmother, um, uh, can say, listen, we'll feed you in the house. But we're not going to send the, uh, if you're living at the, at, at the plaza, we're not going to be sending the food over there every day with a special courier, you know, and fancy food and all that. You're welcome to eat with us, you know. Well, you're feeding, if you're feeding 10 people, feeding an 11 person is not a big deal. But we're not sending food over there. That's fine if they have a house for her. If, she's, if she has a house, she has a regular house, and they, she could say, you know, give, give her a proper room. But if it's a hovel and there's no, hardly, it's not proper for a person to sleep there, then they don't have to, then it doesn't apply. Well, she's in top of Amazonas. Either they, uh, if they have a proper home, then they can say, listen, stay at home and we'll feed you at home. If they don't have a proper home for her to live in, then they have to still supply her food, but uh, she, they can't demand that she sleep with them in the hovel. Marbaravashi, Marbaravashi says, no, Afila Mazoni Nami Leslo. 
He says, no, if there's no house, she's not entitled to Mizonosim. That's not, the not like him. In other words, just because they don't have a proper house, not reason for her to get fed. She's got to be fed, but they can demand if they have a proper abode for her, they can say, listen, we'll feed you, but stay, live in our house. We're not going to be sending the food all over the place. So what are the rules? Now, in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, <laughs> what, are, what are the rules? You're entitled to stay in my house and be fed in my house as long as you're an Almona, right? As long as you're an Almona. It's a Tanai Bezin. That's what the people of Yerushalayim and the people of Galil wrote there. there. And Shehuda say, until the until the Orshim want to pay you off your ksuba. You're entitled to be in Yerushalayim and Galil, they said, as long as you don't get married, right? Uh, as long as you don't get married, as long as you're an Almona, Okay, that's the lesson. As long as you're in Almana, you stay in your in our house, you're entitled to be fed. In Yehuda, they said, no, you're gonna, we're going to feed you as long as the Yorshim want to pay off the Ksuba. If the Yorshim say, listen, let's give her the money now and be done with it. We're not going to feed this lady for the next 30 years. Then that, that's how Yehuda did it. But I'm not sure like this. Let's say she was dating. She was in Almana now. She was living in the house eating. And somebody asked her to marry, and she agreed. Ain't Amazonas. She's not entitled to food anymore. In other words, she's no longer considered like Anolana once she agreed to get married somebody else. If she's dating and she didn't agree to marry this guy. So maybe this guy, you know, this guy proposed to her and she didn't like him. So just because she didn't like him, she's still entitled to Mazonas. I mean, once she's dating already, she's like out of the, she's no longer sitting as an Almana. Amravanan. The DD, I'll explain what Shmuel really meant. Amra Mahmas Ploni, Bali. If she says, listen, you want me to, uh, people are reading her Shaduchim, right? People are, she's, she's an Amana. If she says, no, 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 I'm still loyal to my husband, you know, and he just died, you know, two weeks ago. I'm not ready to get married yet, you know. If she says, I'm still, I still want to, I, I'm not ready to get married yet because I'm still loyal to my husband, then she's still entitled to get food. Yes, Mazonas. But if she says, this guy is improper for me, you know, she's entertaining Shaduchim, but she says, I don't want this guy and I don't want that guy. Then she's really ready to get married. Then she's not entitled to Mazonis anymore because she's not considered uh, as an Amana staying in the house. Amar Fista, Zin Let's say she uh, had Bia with somebody. Let's say she uh, prostituted herself uh, without getting married, right? She, she, she had a relationship with somebody there. She's not entitled to Mazonis anymore. Because that means she's ready to get married. She's no longer a mother. Rabbi Yosef says, If she beautified herself, she she painted her eyes and she uh, arranged her hair, she's also not in Tamazas. The one who says that if she committed adultery, that's not really adultery, but it's she, she had a relationship, she was Mazana with somebody, that, and she's not entitled. Certainly, when she's beautifying herself and dating and showing herself off, certainly she's not in Tamazas. But the one who says, only if she, you know, beautified herself and, and did her hair and all that, then she's no longer against Mazonas. Somebody says if she had a relationship with somebody, then this like she's in Mazonas. My time. What's the reason? on so she needed to be with a man. You know, she her her um, her inclination. She had a she had a desire to be with somebody. So it's like it wasn't really her fault. She wasn't like uh, proactively, if then intentionally getting getting ready and making herself pretty and all that. When she did that, she's not entitled to Mazonas. But if she just was was Mazana with somebody, it could be not as bad. The less is not like these at all. If she demands her ksuba in Bezin, she says she goes to court and she says, listen, I want to get paid off. I want my ksuba. 
That's the only, that's the only, she's not a Tanamazonos. It doesn't depend on whether she was dating or, or making herself pretty or Mazana. If she demands her, her uh, Ksuba, then she's not a Tanamazonos. I'm talking about below. But Tanya Willing, there's other conditions also where she gets Ksuba. Machar Ksuba. So let's say she sold Ksuba. Yesterday we talked about that. But Ksuba is $200. So she sold it to Yankel for $50, right? Let's say she sold Ksuba. She says, I want, I'll sell it to you now. I need the $50 now. And you'll collect the 200 later when uh, we fight it out, uh, if, there, if there's any money left for me, right? Let's say she sold a ksuba or Mishkan ksuba. She used it as a, as a pledge, as collateral. Or or she gave the ksuba as a potiga. Let's say she was buying something or she owed money to somebody. And she says, you can collect from my ksuba. Use it as a, as a collection as a, as a collection uh, device. Um, uh, to somebody else. She's not a Tanamazonos. So why do you say that only if she demands her ksuba, then she's not in the bed and she's not a Tanamazonos? These, we have a price which says that if she sold her ksuba, if she uh, gave it as a collateral for something else, also she's not a Tanamazonos. The answer is, those things, whether she did it in Besden or not, outside of Besden, she sold her ksuba, she used it as a collateral for something else, then she's not a Tanamazonos, whether she did that action in Besden or not. Tobas, but 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 uh, Tobas, if she comes to demand her ksuba, that's only the best and angel of best and low. In other words, it could be that sometimes fights break out between the stepmother and the Yorshim, right? There, she's eating too much. She's eating too much, and she says, "Okay, give me my ksuba." That doesn't. That's not a demand for a ksuba. Demand for a ksuba is she goes to court. She goes to court and demands a ksuba. Then she's not entitled to food anymore because then it's serious. The other cases are also serious, even not in Bezin. If she sold her ksuba, if she used it as a mashkin, that shows that she's out of the picture now and she's no, no longer entitled to mazonos. The Kafi Anche Shalayim, so that's what the Anche Shalayim did. Meaning the Anche Shalayim, right, what did they do? Um, they, Kafi um, Shalayim, Kosvin, they would write that as long as you're in my house and you're living as an almana, then you're entitled to the food. Okay, once she's once she like I said sells the ksuba or demands her ksuba or or she gets married, right? But if she if she agreed to get married, then she's also no longer gets the mazana. So Rabbi Yosef, um, right? Shmuel said that tabul inasim and faisa in the mazanos. If she if she agreed to get married, right? She's getting certainly when she gets married, she's no longer entitled to get the ksuba. That's how the Anshu Shalayim wrote. Like like the uh, like, and Anshe Galil also did like Rishlaim in Yehuda they wrote not they wrote the Ksuba not as long as you uh, live in my house as an almana or you tell themselves but they said you're entitled to Mazos until until the Orshim decide to pay you off. Itmar Rabba when I look Anshe Yehuda look like Anshe Yehuda then how do you write the Ksuba Anshe Yehuda you kosvin Achiyir to Orshim leak Mazayim you you're entitled to eat in my house until the Orshim decide to pay you off. So the Yorshim could decide anytime they want to pot her off and say, listen, we're paying you off and get out of the house. No more, no more food. So Rav says, that as long as you're in the house as an Amara. Bovel, the city of, of, of uh, Babylon, Bechol Parvador, and all the surrounding cities around it, the vicinity, they went like Rav, that said, as long as what? As long as you're in the, as long as you're an Amara in the house. And uh, I'm sorry, as long as you're at Lanche as long as um, they went like Rav, who said, Rav said, uh, as, until the, until the uh, Yorshim want to pay you off. Uh, Nardah, in the area of Nardah, in the area around Nardah, Nardah Shmuel, they went like Shmuel, who said that Allah is like Anche Gol, they said, as long as you're in Amman in the house, a different Lashem. By the way, did you ever look at your Ksuba to decide to, to, to see which Lashem is in your Ksuba? 
I looked at a few. Neither one of them is in there. I don't think they put that Lashon in today. Now, the Mishnah said that all those are tonight, Ksuba, even if they're not written in, right? What was the whole point of the Mishnah? If you didn't write, Ksuba's been different. And if you didn't write, been unopened. And if you didn't write, you're going to stay in the Mana. It, it applies anyway, because that was the Taksim. But today, I don't see them writing in it. That's not the Minik today. So we'll see the Riddick from Minhag. Because Rav and Shmuel said that Halachas, Rav said Halachas like Anshihuru, Shmuel said Halachas like Golu. Babel, they did like Rav. Now, Dawah, they did like Shmuel. You know, the story, he bas Mechusa. There was a girl from, a, a woman from Mechusa. Mechusa was in the area of Babel. She married a guy from Nardal. Babel, we don't mean the country, we mean the city, right? There was a city, Babylon, in the country, Babylonia, whatever you want to call that, right? So Nardal, Pompadisa, Sura, Mechusa, these were all cities in, in there. So Mechusa was in the area of, 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 of the city of Babel. Uh, and she was marrying a guy from Nardal. Also coming to Rabbi, came from Nachman. Shama Lakali, he heard her voice possible because he could tell from her dialect that she was from Mahuza, right? Even when they spoke the same language, he could tell from the dialect that she was from Mahuza. Like Rav, that dialogue is you right as soon as as soon as the, the Yoshim want to give you the Ksuba, until the until such time as the Yoshim want to give you Ksuba, you're entitled to themselves. Amule, they told him, she's marrying a guy from Narda, marrying a guy from Narwish. Amalui Hachi, Narda. Go like Shmuel, that the rule is that Shmuel said that you write as long as you're in Amman in the house. Until when is it? How far do you say? You say in Narda they had this minute, and Narda in the area around it, and one minute, and in uh, Bubble and the areas around it, including Mechusa, they had another minute. How far does Narda go as far as the minute goes? As long as the uh, the measure of Narda, they had a kav in Narda, they a kav as a, as a volume measure. As, as far as they use that as a measure, that's considered Narda. That was that was the rule. Itmar. Amana, Rabba Mersham Here's the question. A man, a man uh, uh, dressed his wife and got her clothes and shaitals and jewelry and all kinds of stuff like that, right? So we gave her all that stuff. Now, when it comes to giving her the ksuba, do we make that deduction? Do you deduce, you deduct and you, deduce, you deduct what she's wearing, all her, her wardrobe. That's what, let's call it her wardrobe. Do you deduct her wardrobe because he's already given her that or not? So Rob says, you assess what's, what's what she's wearing. Yes, her wardrobe. Shmuel says, no, ain't shem mashallah. No, you don't take that into account. She gets the $200, whatever's in the, in the ksuba, besides that. The opposite is true by a lucket. Look, it means a worker, a poor worker out in the field. That lives in the in, in the house, and and it's customary that the the master of the house would also uh, call him a slave owner, whatever you want to call him, would give clothing for the workers there. So he says the they hold the opposite. Rob says when it comes to an amana, Rob says you do de de deduct that from her ksuba. When it comes to a worker, when he leaves, uh, do you uh, when you pay him off his salary, do you deduct the uh, clothing or not? So Rav says he deducted clothing case of Ramana, but not in the case of a worker. And Shmuel says the opposite. Shmuel says you don't deduct in the case of Ramana, but you do deduct in the case of the worker. Rav, um, uh, Rav Kana, Masni Rav Kana says there is no difference. They, they go in sync. Rav who says that you, dedu, you deduct what's, uh, what Ramana's wearing, you also deduct what the worker's wearing. And Shmuel says you don't deduct in both cases. Monach Basim, the Simon is, they said the, the Yasim, the poor guy, meaning the orphan, he calls him an orphan, just means the poor worker. And the widow, shlach, strip them and poke and leave. In other words, take, take what they're wearing 
uh, and then and then let them leave. You you you, you uh, deduct what they you deduct the wardrobe that you've given them. Nachman, I forgot the Shmuel. Even though we have a favorite submission which says like Shmuel that what that you don't deduct what she's wearing. It's like wow, that you do deduct what she's wearing. We'll see why. Where do we see this mission like Shmuel? The person, let's say, donated all his nechassim. He, he made, he gave them all. He sanctified them all to the base of Mikdash. He gave out all his assets to the base of Mikdash. Or he was marich himself. He gave his value. Now the value is a fixed amount in the Torah, right? A man between 20, 60, 50 shekels, whatever it is, the fixed amount that's written in the Torah. The fixed amount is the fixed amount. But when the gizber of, Bez, of the base of Mikdash comes, to take a pledge from him, to take collateral until he pays what he owes, what can he take? So he's not entitled to take the garments, the, the wardrobe of his wife, not, not the garments of his children, not even the woolen colored clothes that he died for them, even though they're not wearing them yet, that he gave them, and not any new shoes, not even shoes that they're wearing yet, but he bought them new shoes that, that, he, that he bought for them, the Gizbra is not entitled to that. He's only entitled to with a man's own assets. But the wardrobe that he did for his wife, for his children, not entitled to. So what do you see here? Like Shmuel, that uh, what, what you gave to your wife belongs to your wife and your children. You can't take that. Not like Rav. So if you see a mission like Shmuel that says that a woman's wardrobe belongs to her independent of her ksuba, so why is the Rav like Rav? Why do you say Allah is like Rav? You can't deduct that. Amalei. You're right. At first, at first, you know, at first uh, glance, he would say like Shmuel Rahita. He goes like Shmuel, like you know, whatever belongs to her belongs to her. Belongs to children, belongs to her children. Like Kima Aynis, but if you analyze it carefully, like Rab. Why? My time. What's the reason? Like Rab. When he bought the clothes for his first, let's call it for his family, for his wife, for his children. When he bought the clothes, was he wants them in the house? He wants them to be properly dressed as long as they're going to stay with him. But I died to Lemishko and made the clock. He didn't buy the he didn't buy her the clothes with the uh, and the condition that she's going to take them and leave. He didn't buy, buy them clothes. A man's not going to buy his uh, spend all kinds of money on a, on a wardrobe for his wife if she's going to uh, leave him anyway. So therefore, the luck is like Rav that he can't you can't deduct that from the uh, from the uh, ksuba from the amount that he has to pay. You can deduct the clothing and her wardrobe and set that he's paid for them. Here's a story where the, that the you see that the Yisom took advantage of that rule. Kalsa Debei Baro Yashim, the daughter-in-law of the uh, in the in the house of uh, that was his name Baro Yashim, Havikatavik Sabasa. I guess she was uh, widowed, and uh, she wanted her ksuba. They asked from the Yisomim, so the, she wanted the ksuba from the Yisom. Of course, what always happens when you get two Jews together? The guy wants the money, the other guy doesn't want to pay. They took it to Bez, and the Amr, they said, It's embarrassing for us, you, to show up with such a meager garment. You know, where's this is what you're wearing? You, you're going to come to court like this? You're dressed in a simple, you know, a simple uh, clothing over here? It's, it's, uh, it's embarrassing for us. So she went back home, and she put on all her clothes, all her clothes, all the jewelry. She came with everything to, to court. Also, came for a You're entitled to deduct all, you know, the value of the clothing. <laughs> now she's wearing all the clothing, so you can see what it's worth. So they played a good one on her. You you uh, you assess even what she's wearing. 
even what she's wearing. If you know, if you can prove that she has other garments in the closet, obviously conduct that too. Daniel Lebrus. A man said, man said, okay, I'm giving this nodding to my daughter. I'm giving this dowry to my daughter. Let's call it a thousand dollars, right? Now, what, what do you mean a thousand dollars? He gave her, let's say, jewelry. He gave her tachshit and whatever. Uh, I'm giving her a fancy a necklace worth a thousand dollars. That's what I'm giving to the to the uh, girl. But he didn't give her the necklace itself. He says he's giving her. I'm going to give her tachshitim, a tachshit, which is worth today a thousand dollars. Zom Then later on, that same necklace you could buy for let's say seven hundred dollars, right? So Omar Avidi Baravan, Purnaliyasme. The Purna really means the uh, the dowry itself. But the point here, Rashi says, is it's sort of the gain goes to the summit. Meaning, he says, I'm going to give you uh, today a, a, a house or whatever he's giving her, a jewelry worth $1,000. And then it, uh, you could buy it for less. The market went down. Then they could buy the same necklace for $700. So all these some have to give her is this. In other words, that's all she's entitled to get in the dowry is, is, is uh, when, when the some now pay her off, right? They're paying off. They say, so it's been different. When they pay off, they only have to pay off what, the, what it's worth now, the $700. They gain that difference. Similar case, He's giving from, he was a, let's say he was a vintner, and he said, I'm giving her $400 worth of my wine. That's the dowry, $400 worth of the wine. Now, the value of the wine went up by the cost more. Roughly, something only have to give the $400. They don't have to give the wine, right? $400 worth of the wine today. Basically, it's the same idea. You look at what it was worth at that time, meaning either way, whether it, it, whether he said, I'm giving her tachshitim that were worth so much, but okay, the tachshitim are worth less today. So you only have to pay, you have to pay that amount. When he said, also, you only have to give what it was worth. He was giving $400 worth of wine. If the wine is worth double today, you still want to give four hundred dollars because he was giving. He wasn't giving her the wine; he was giving her the four hundred dollars. Rashi says, "Mashma He says, "I'm giving her four hundred dollars, you know, uh, of my wine. Four hundred dollars worth of my wine. That's what he's like. Worth of my wine. He didn't give her the wine itself. He gave her the day. And that's the same thing with the jewelry. He gave her the jewelry that was worth a thousand dollars at that time. If the jewelry was worth less either way. You see, either where the jewelry went with less, they only had to give the $7. Here also, you could look at it that they only had to give the $400 worth. What he was giving was the value. He was giving the value. So you might say in the case of the jewelry, he was giving $1,000 worth of the value. So he's giving $1,000 worth of value and went down to $7. Maybe he should still give $1,000. No, in both cases, the Yisomim get the advantage. They gain. They effectively get the dowry. They only have to give the $7 that was worth that time. Here also, they, uh, I mean, it was worth later on. Here also, when he said four hours worth, it's only four hours. So either way, whether it went down or went up, the uh, some get the advantage, unless he gave her the wine itself. If the wine itself was was what he gave her, so that wine stays there, he gets the wine. But here he didn't give her the wine. He gave the value of the wine. So, and um, and before, when he gave the nod, and he said, that amount of money, there, you don't say he got the value of the nod and the thousand dollars, the jewelry was worth the thousand dollars. So, in both cases, if it went down, the some get the advantage. And if it value went up, also, the some get the advantage. They only have to pay that. So, either way, whether it went up or down, the some get the advantage. Amr Yosef, so Aikra Hamra, Amr Yosef, roughly, the 
the uh, gain goes to the Yisong. They only have to give the four dollars. I guess before here it's like why he calls it the Ravcha because the gain, meaning that the the uh, wine is worth double, that that the the profit goes to the Yisong. They only have to give the four. They only have to give four dollars. That it's uh, the four dollars that the father-in-law uh, gave. He said, I'm giving you four dollars worth of my wine, four dollars from the wine. So only you get four hundred dollars. The wine's worth more. They get that profit. When he says, I'm giving the Naden, and the Naden was worth a thousand dollars. Now it's only worth uh, seven hundred dollars, let's say. So that dowry effectively they get. That's why he calls it the dowry they get. They get to keep that extra. All right. Crave a story. Crave to Rabbi Yochanan. We have this several, we had this also a few days ago. The, the, the neighbors of Rabbi Yochanan, the relatives of Rabbi Yochanan came to him and he gave him advice. And he said, I'm like, oh, did. I'm Adam Chashiv. But here, the relatives of Rabbi Yochanan came. Havala Isis Abba, they had a, let's say they had a stepmother. She was eating a lot, right? They had to support her. The, the husband had died and they were supporting her. And she was eating too much. Asla came to Yochanan and said, what should we do? Go tell your father. Now, he wasn't quite dead yet. Rashi says he was taking a kitzvah shchivimah. He's dying. And uh, so he said, go tell your father. She gives some special, he should give her a, a plot of land and say, Limazona for Mazonas. In other words, he should say, your food is from this land. Like, that's all you're going to get. Uh, you're allowed to do that. Rashi says, he writes, she loses the ksuba. She's just entitled to take it from that, uh, that land. She agreed to it, even though he didn't write it to it. So, okay. Another law Rashi says is, it's like he says, the sons get this and they get, and the bonus get that. So they don't get they don't take mazonas from Shamdik Suba, you could, but they didn't get mazonas from the Shubadam only from the Khasim So that's what we did. Also, then they came for Rishlakish. And it's interesting. They were the relative of Yochanan. He gave them some good advice, or maybe they didn't want to give her the field. Uh, they came for that's worse because even if you give her a field, uh, but if it's not enough for her to feed. To, 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 to get to maintain herself from, she's still entitled to go to the kids and get uh, to eat something and get food. So it's going to cost them even more because now they have to feed her. Plus, she gets the uh, field. That field is hers now. Amrulay, for Rabbi Yochanan, didn't say that. Amrulu, forget about Rabbi Yochanan. It's very lucky. said, Zilu Havula, go just feed her. Don't give her the field. Be low. If you don't listen to me, I will take Rabbi Yochanan out of your ears, meaning I'll, I'll destroy Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Also, they came back for Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, what can I do? My colleague, Rosh is equivalent of me. He agreed, disagrees with me. Anush Rashi says, a man like my value, and he can argue with me. He says, it doesn't work. I understood Rabbi Yochanan as follows, meaning he understood what Rosh Lakish was getting at. He says, if he said that take the field towards the Mizonos, then leave the Mizonos. And as if he says, take the field towards the Mizonos, that she's still entitled to, to the oh, she's field and get Mazonas from the kid, but she gets both of them. She's just giving her more because he just towards her field, towards the meal. If you say towards the Mazonos, so the field is towards the Mazonas. It doesn't mean it's all the Mazonas. She's still entitled to get from the kids. Omar Bimazonas, if he said, take the field in lieu of the Mazonos, this will be your Mazonas only from here, then cut some Mazonas, you give her this Mazonas, and then that, that would work. These different opinions here. Hadran Allah Nara. Now we're going to get into more about the Ksuba. Itself and most of this stuff we've already learned. Even though we said that, what is a ksuba? For an almana, it's uh, it's I mean, a woman is previously married, previously owned woman, $100 and for a psula, $200. And Ratzala Hosef, he wants to add on a few mana, even a uh, you know, mana is like you know, like $10,000, whatever. 
Uh, Yosef, he can add on as much as he wants. What's the Chiddush that the Gemara is going to say? Of course, he can give as much as he wants. The Gemara is going to explain the Chiddush is that what you add on is, still, is called Ksuba. It's not a gift. It's part of the Ksuba. So all the rules of Ksuba apply to the additional amount also if you write that in the Ksuba. And it gives her a gift not part of the Ksuba, then it's a gift. It gives her a gift from right now, like Miyadi. But if he, anything he writes on, he can add on that into the Ksuba itself. The Samonis Yarsha. If she is widowed or divorced, they the Chacham say, she gets everything. And if he wrote the Ksub already from the time of Averson, if there was no Ksub until they got engaged, until they got married, nothing to talk about, right? But if he wrote the Ksub before and she was widowed or divorced from the betrothal, never, the marriage was never consummated, according to Chacham, she gets everything. But Blazman Azari says, no, Mina Nasuin goes because she gets everything if they were married. Mina Averson, but if it's Averson, the Sewell only gets the basic amount of Masayma, the extra amount that he gave was only under the condition they were going to get married. He says, I'm going to give you a million dollars. Besides, I'd like to add on a million dollars under the condition that he was going to consummate the marriage. But if he if he died before the marriage, after betrothal, or he divorced her, not entitled. We'll see the Allah is like a buzzer ben We mentioned him before. Rabbi Yudomer, Imratza, the truth is, you have to, you have to maintain a sub of $200 minimum for a psula at all stages of the marriage. Rabbi says, if he wants, we had the sheet before, also was brought down before. Rabbi says, in Ratz, if he wants, if he wants, if she wants to do kosa psula shtashim sign, he could write a sub of $200. He could And she could say, here's a receipt. You don't have to pay. I know the rabbi said 200 but I'm willing to get married for less. I can, I'll give you a receipt as if you gave me already 100 You only have to give me 100 Whatever the amount is, 175 whatever it is. She can write a receipt even if she doesn't get the money. It's if she already got some of it. money writes for and she writes them back. I'm giving you a receipt as if you gave me as if you gave me fifty already or partial rather. For Mayor Omer, Mayor Omer, Mayor says, no, we can't do that. You always have to maintain a Whoever write, whoever gives a psula less than 200 or an amana less than 100, that's bilisnos. You always have to have a ksuba outstanding for a, of 200 or 200, let's call it 200 slash 100. You can't give her less. You can't make such a deal like that. Otherwise, it's considered prostitution. Says so more pshita. Of course, you can add on as much. We said in Rutzel Hosi, you can add as much as one pshita. Is an obvious. Of course, you can add on. Says now the same kitzisa of the rabbanan. The rabbi said, have a fixed amount. Maybe you shouldn't have more. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to. He says in Rutzel Hosi, right? Isn't obviously you can add as much as you want. No. Maybe the rabbi said it should always be the same amount, two hundred, so not to embarrass the people who don't have money. Kamash more no. That if you want to add on, you could add on. So the Gemara says in Rutzel, that's as if, if you want to add on the chiddushes, you even want to add on. It doesn't say you could write her. It says Ratzel Hosi bad on. The condition of Iksub is like the Iksub itself. As my Nafkamina, the Gemara is going to talk about the Nafkaminas tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see this tomorrow. All the Nafkaminas that it's not a separate thing, it's part of the Iksub itself, even the Tosus Iksub. We'll see that tomorrow, Mr. Jim. Have a good day.